Welcome to Intro to Briscoe. My name is Matt, and joining me is fellow Briscoe fan Melanie. Whoopee. Whoopee. Uh, and newbie co-hosts Will. Oh yeah. <laughs> Caitlin. Yeehoo! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today we're joined by our special guest, Seamus. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy you feel at the end of the podcast just being a little too enthusiastic. <laughs> Get it all out now. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Intro to Briscoe. <laughs> you know, it's really odd for all of you listening at home who've never recorded a podcast that we like. Matt doesn't actually play music while it's going on. He edits that in later. Yeah, <laughs> that would be distracting to talk at the same time. I think. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, what's your history with Briscoe? Well, my, my history with Briscoe, this is sort of like one of those shows that I heard about for a long time. It was on a lot of those Amazon wish lists people have. They were like, oh, greatest shows. They were canceled after one season. It'd usually be like Firefly and then this. And I'm like, oh, those, those, aren't, those aren't bad comparisons to have. They're both sort of Westerns. And this one a little more Western-y. But then years later, I think it was, I watched the Bruce Campbell show, Jack of All Trades, which if you haven't watched... Go watch it. It's amazing. Like, like you know how some people say Briscoe County Jr. is like just under over the top? Yeah. Well, uh, Jack of All Trades is way over the top. <laughs> it like, seemed very Xena-y. It, it, well, it was done by the same people, so. <laughs> that would be why, I guess. Um, and if you don't like puns, don't watch it. <laughs> I won't be watching it. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is, I'll, I'll sum up the show with this. In the very first episode, like, this, this lady's been captured by the French or whatever, and then Bruce Campbell's character comes in, he punches through the door, he punches through the door, and then he says, "Sorry, gentlemen, I would have knocked, but my fist had other plans." <laughs> oh my God. Wow. So Hulu or something. So if you live in the U.S., go watch it. It's great. <laughs> and then I then I finally bought this show when it was on Amazon. I had to buy it used for like forty dollars because that's how much it cost. This was before the WB shop had it for like twelve. Mm. So, and I've seen it before. I liked it, but much like you guys were talking about, I don't remember a lot about the show. So it's kind of like watching it for the first time again. Yeah. So you've only seen it once. Yeah, only once. Only once. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Just only having seen it once so long ago, it's still very fresh to me. Hmm. And, I, and, and unlike everybody else, like I, I hadn't seen Lost, still haven't seen Lost, so I didn't watch it because of Lost. It was all Bruce Campbell, baby. <laughs> That's a good enough reason. All right, so... Uh, That's the reason we started watching it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. We didn't watch Lost afterwards. Yeah. Um, all right, so I will reveal the high and low point winners of the previous episode as voted by our listeners, who anybody who's part of the Facebook group can vote. Um, Yes, should. it should. Uh, all right. Should this be refreshed? Well, I'm going to hit this button. And so the... Oh, there you go. Oh, come on. <laughs> Not even nice. All right. So for the low point of episode nine, Briscoe for the defense, uh, we did have a four-way tie. Now we just have a two-way tie. <laughs> but the other two below it are also tied, which is kind of... Yeah, but they don't count. They're second place. It's so funny. <laughs> You know, you guys know what second place is? First place loser. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I guess the tie is my pick of Charlotte's motive being crappy and uh, Mel's pick of uh, Socrates' shoes being crappy, literally. <laughs> Stepping in poop. Yeah. So, no one likes poop. It's not great. No. Lowest form of humor. It is. Next to puns. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> puns are great. <laughs> Puns are amazing. You can you can you can get out. 
Sometimes I like them. Usually when they're told by Muppets. Yes. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Uh, and for the high point of Briscoe for the defense, uh, Will and uh, Matt A, their pick of uh, the fingerprint analysis is the winner. Of course. Yeah, that's pretty neat. What else could it be? Yeah. Briscoe showing off his smarts. Um, done. On order. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so anything before we get into recapping the episode? I think it's you know it's funny with this episode there there's a there's a clip from this episode that's online that if you look up Briscoe County Jr. Or at least it was for a long time it was one of the first results on YouTube and I think even for Bruce Campbell on YouTube and it was it was the scene at the end of this episode that we're going to talk about but you know that's that's a good setting point for 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 Briscoe County Jr. It made me want to watch the show so when we get to it we'll uh, we'll talk about it ah cool. yes all right all right hopefully you're not talking about the very last scene where they just like say goodbye or whatever. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That you, happens, know, like, you know, when I watch this show, I think, you know, it could use a little more romance. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> yeah. uh, All right. Uh, is this, everybody still here? Caitlin will? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just being quiet. <laughs> I muted my mic. I said something earlier, but I realized later that my mic. <laughs> which happens like every episode. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want anyone to hear you. We want to hear you breathing, Will. <laughs> We need to have we need to have a horse on this episode. Oh, yeah. Like we need to have like a horse come on and you just go <laughs> just randomly. Just um, to punctuate our sentences. Yeah. All right. So we begin at a bar and Sheriff Bob Cavendish uh, is arguing with the barkeep. That guy has such a huge nose. <laughs> I couldn't get over that. I was like. Dude, are you okay? <laughs> he might not Isn't be. Isn't that a condition? That, like, people that have big, big noses like that? I've seen, yeah, I've seen, like, can- sure cancerous like, noses. No, and, but I'm pretty like, sure that's, like, a condition if you drink too much or something, you get, like, a huge nose. Maybe. I turn into a cartoon. cartoon. Am I making this up? No, I don't know. He <laughs> did look like a cartoon character. He looked like someone from, like, an 80s cartoon that would be, like, not like a villain, but he'd be sort of, like, maybe, like, maybe, like, the captain that doesn't really do anything. Yeah. He did look like a drunk sea captain or something, yeah. With the, the stereotypical big nose. <laughs> you doing okay there? I'm just fine and dandy. <laughs> Should have had that voice. It would have made it better. Yeah. What'd you say, Will? I was like, what does it say that I didn't even notice his nose? Really? <laughs> what did you notice? The drink? <laughs> yeah, that's probably what I noticed. Before. That's a Mike Bond looking for. You know, it's 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 really nice to know that in the universe of Briscoe County Jr., there's really only four templates of bars, and in every town, you've got to have one kind of bar. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes they're cafes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> uh, four kinds of bars, but always the same kind of cave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been about that later where I was like, wow, you know, every just like do they have to like rent that place? Do they have to like sign up? It's okay. Wednesday, you get the cave. Thursday, we get the cave. It's probably like a shared cave. There's a net there's a network that goes from town to town and all the villains just use the network of caves. Yes. <laughs> they don't use the roads. All no, it's it's really it's literally all of all of them go to that one cave. All roads lead to the cave. Yes, they all share each other's goons too. Yeah. <laughs> Let's goon swap. It's goon, goon swap Tuesday. <laughs> this, is, this is like it in what was it in like sliders where like every week they would go to that same cave and you could kind of excuse it for sliders because it was the same like you know parallel universe or whatever. But with Briscoe like and also I guess Briscoe and Comet can go like I don't know 200 miles an hour on that horse. So he can get pretty much anywhere he needs pretty quickly. Yep. 
so the sheriff's daughter uh, comes up, Annie. Um, uh, I can't remember what she says to him. <laughs> but, she's got great flannel, by the way. I loved her flannel. Yeah, she had some style. <laughs> do you recognize Annie? No, I looked her up on uh, oh. IMDb, but do you recognize her? Yeah, I recognize her from True Blood and Grimm's Jessica Tuck. She usually plays, like, not-so-nice people. Oh, so this is different for her. Yeah. Interesting. I see some, uh, lots of soaps in her <coughs> IMDb here. Well, if you are on a soap or, like, CSI or Law & Order, you're not a real actor. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do it at some point. Um, oh yeah, I wasn't gonna recap every single thing, was I? I was just gonna talk... Like bring us into the scene and then we talk about it. So let's talk so, about the scene. So can we can we just say that like I don't know if it was an editing decision or there was a deleted scene, but like Briscoe and Bowler are just kind of suddenly there. Yeah, I, there was probably a decision they're, they're, they made. They're photobombing the scene. <laughs> I like that. It just appears suddenly and then yeah, yeah they apparated into the. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to believe that, like, they were just walking by, and, like, Bowler was like, Hey, Briscoe, I think there's a plot going on over there. <laughs> Briscoe's like, Okay, let's go. A plot going on. <laughs> the plot we can get involved in. Uh, yeah, I love how he throws his hat at the guy. <laughs> That's so effective. Hats do not work that way. No, they do not. Maybe it's a lidded hat. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, steel toed boots, who just has, you know, mm. metal in his hat. Yeah, it's just, like it has to have some weight to it, or it has to have a certain curvature to it to, for it to work that way. Yeah, yeah, you could. The guy could have just shot through the hat as it was like floating in the air towards. Or him. He could have just it knocked actually, it away. It was just so alarming because no one ever sees that thrown at him. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a really heavy hat landed on his chest and pulled him down to the ground. <laughs> Maybe it's like the stench of the hat. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, I mean, how often have we? Well, we we've seen people take showers in this show, but we don't know how often Briscoe does. Yeah, yeah. Bishop Brackman is like, oh my god, how long have you been on the trail? <laughs> so much poop stepped in, you don't even know. <laughs> they have laundry detergent back then. <laughs> it's the coming thing. It's the coming thing. They, t- they took smoke baths. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they basically just stood in like in like in like a misting machine and they were like good done yeah. getting wet is like taking a shower what is soap you don't need it <laughs> that was back in the day when soap was made with animal fat mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what is that true it's basically washing yourself with grease <laughs> oh, no uh, uh, so yeah the sheriff was supposed to arrest Bishop Brackman for uh, attempting to murder someone I guess and when he said Bishop Brackman, I thought it was a an actual bishop first. Yes. Oh. <laughs> It'd be funny if he was. Oh, I guess. <laughs> but he hit on Annie as well. She did not take kindly to that. And he also. You know, can I can I also say, and I don't know if, if we're at if we're at that point yet, but um, the opening theme of this show is so good. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably why it lives on, and the show doesn't. It makes me so happy when I watch it. I just I hear it and it just oh it just makes me feel great. It's just like we're on, we're on like a rip roaring adventure. It's probably my second favorite western theme, and it can never beat the Magnificent Seven theme. But it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been stuck in my head the past few days. <laughs> just wait for the Olympics to come around. It'll happen. <laughs> Actually, lately I the other day Matt and I were talking about the Littlest Hobo. And then I realized that Briscoe County Jr. is basically the littlest hobo, and ever since then I've been replacing the Briscoe County Jr. theme song with the littlest hobo theme song. <laughs> I 
that might be a, t- a Canadian TV show. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, I'm like, is that something they have up in Canada? Because I, I haven't heard of it. <laughs> it's basically a dog that goes from town to town, and he helps people in dire situations. He's basically Lassie. He's basically Lassie, he except roams. he travels. Yeah. He's the littlest hobo. <laughs> And anyway. So you guys, you guys have the littlest hobo. You have, I think it was the raccoons. You have those. Yep. yep. We'll have to play the, the littlest hobo song. It's it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. And you also, you also have Canadian reggae rappers. You have Snow. You guys get all the good shit in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> all the best shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gonna watch out for flying hockey pucks though. Yeah. <laughs> um, tender hearts, tender loins. <laughs> Is that the name of the chapter? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and man, dude, Briscoe, he is rocking that vest. Briscoe is he's he's got the vest to impress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so uh where are Where are we? I don't know. <laughs> you know that- no, no, it's it's the bit because like Annie says some stuff and then Bowler's like, hey, um, here's some exposition. Mm-hmm. Uh you said that we want to go back to your hometown, and then it's like he wants to put her and he wants to put him and Annie together. Right. He's trying to play matchmaker a little bit. Oh yeah, and this was, it was at this point that we decided to put the subtitles on, except that we only had the French subtitles. Yeah, there's only there. French subtitles. Oh, do you know what? I was watching it one time and there's like closed caption for the deaf people and I was able to watch it with English. Oh. Well, that's, we didn't do that. Anyways, we watched it with the French subtitles on and it was hilarious. <laughs> because... Um, when uh, Bowler said that he never gets to hear all the juicy details, and f- the French subtitles said that he never gets to hear the crunchy details. <laughs> <laughs> a crunchy detail. <laughs> crunchy details. Everything's opposite in French. <laughs> I thought it was juicy. Juicy. Yes. Like, I-, I just love that Bowler just wants to put them together. He's, he's like a little kid. He's just like, I'm going to put you guys together. And then he's like, and then Briscoe's like, no. And then Bowler's like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> um... I don't know why anybody that would have had a relationship with a woman describe them as like a sister to them. <laughs> I feel it's really creepy. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Like that's not maybe like in the old west, it's like oh you're like a like 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 a sister or like a brother is sort of like maybe you say that to like a friend. It's like oh you're like a brother to me, bro. That's not like something I would go up to like a girlfriend or boyfriend of mine and be like, damn girl, you're like my sister. No. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's just... Uh... Now let's go skinny dipping. Yes. <laughs> so can we, like, can we also just say, like, yo, as, as many of you who've listened to this, I love me some Briscoe County Jr. What I don't love is romance in this show. <laughs> no? The romance in this show is terrible. It's written by people who think they know what romance is. <laughs> I feel like it's just Bruce Campbell being awkward. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that awkward kiss that other time. Yes. <laughs> we had to like wipe his mouth or whatever. Will Will is uh Annie more tolerable than Dixie? Yeah, Annie's a lot more tolerable than Dixie and the sheriff was as well, the sheriff in no man's land. I don't know though. They're not they, they don't file any claims. <laughs> yeah. Why what is her appeal over Dixie? Come on, tell me. Uh she kicks ass. Flannel. <laughs> and- Does Dixie not kick ass? Uh, she kicks much ass yet. Annie's pants were like up to her armpits, though. 
<laughs> style, okay? <laughs> you know what? I was also thinking her pants looked a little bit like jeans. You know, that coming thing. Oh, Denim. Maybe. She's an early adopter. I felt like people should have been offended by her pants, though, for the time. <laughs> for the time? Yes. Mm. I felt like people should have been like, oh, well, I never. Covering their- She's the sheriff's daughter. Yeah. She can do whatever she wants. <laughs> don't, don't look, son. <laughs> don't, yes. That woman's wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anything else in the scene with the in the uh, the jail scene there? Uh, Can we just Bowler is in this episode? Thank God. I know. <laughs> um, yes. Socrates out though. <laughs> this show needs to figure it out. <laughs> so all this show needs is Socrates, Bowler, Comet. I guess Briscoe can be there, and the professor. <laughs> do you, Will and Caitlin, do you guys not like uh, Socrates very much, or do you not care when he's there? Well, I, yeah, I like him, but too much of him is a little, you know, annoying. Grading. Yeah. yeah I'm pretty indifferent towards him, I guess. All right. Mm. I love him. I love him. <laughs> I like him when he's. I know how you feel, Seamus. <laughs> I, like, I like Socrates when he's not screwing up. <laughs> there, there are some episodes when he is a needed comic relief, but yeah. yeah. Like, like so far in the episodes, like um, Riverboat, the whatever the one where there was the shit on the boat, that was great, mm-hmm. awesome. That had a great balance. Needed more professor, but great balance of everybody doing stuff. Uh, so the so Mac Brackman, I guess, is uh, kind of taking over the town a little bit, and, like bought Briscoe's old house or childhood home. What a jerk! His son for been, cheap too. He, his son has been locked up, and he does not abide that. <laughs> no. But uh, and the sheriff uh, is an old friend of uh, Briscoe's dad, and uh, he's been in a funk ever since he died. I guess now he's an alcoholic. Oh no, I'm a sheriff who's drunk and I've had a bad past. Oh no, I'm totally not going to get redeemed by the end. <laughs> Either that or die. <laughs> um, where am I at now? Massage parlor. Oh yeah, it's a massage parlor. They go looking for they go looking for uh, Bishop Brackman and uh, he's at Lulu's. He's <laughs> still doing The coming thing. What'd you say? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm just copying Briscoe and saying, she's still doing that. <laughs> Briscoe. <laughs> What's the coming thing? Massage, Massage parlors. Uh, I, I thought it was foreplay. Foreplay, yeah. I thought it was always a thing. Well, you know, she kind of invented it as foreplay, but people just loved it all around and they found other benefits to it, so. Yeah. yeah. She's like, Buller, how are you with back rubs? <laughs> His face, when he's about to do it, he looks really <laughs> excited. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might be good at this. <laughs> and then when he is doing it, that's also quite oh it Looks like he's playing the piano on the guy's back. He's <laughs> just like intensely playing. Yeah. With his claws. <laughs> yes. I like uh I like after they reveal themselves to him and he like slams him down really hard on the soft bed. <laughs> oh. Hey man, if you slam him down hard enough, he'll hit the box springs. I could kill a man. <laughs> Impaled by the springs. Should have been a waterbed. Another coming thing. We need to have an episode that's literally nothing but coming things, like every scene. We do. <laughs> do we? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Well, it's either that or you get puns, like something rub you the wrong way. Uh, no. Yeah. I laughed. You did laugh. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> this episode was sort of like, there's some things happening. Like, there is a showdown in it. And then some other stuff happens. And then there's Sheriff... And then there's some making out, and then there's a fight, and that's about it. Mm. Mm, I kind of thought that was just me when I was watching it, but I guess, yeah, okay. 
and of a bunch of stuff tied together with a whiskey string. Yeah. I feel like this was this was an episode that like probably started off as one thing and then got heavily rewritten to be one thing and then it got heavily rewritten again and then it just sort of came out being like we don't really know what's going on so we're just <laughs> gonna go from scene to scene and by the end something happened. Yeah. <laughs> Best thing ever. Uh, uh, so the next day the sheriff wakes up and uh, Bishop Brackman's been put in jail and he's impressed with himself for a moment. <laughs> It's like, I'm so great. <laughs> Even when I'm drunk. Pissed drunk, I get still arrestable. <laughs> he sees Lord Bowler first. He's like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and he sees oh my Briscoe God. with Annie. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No, no. Can we, like, anything that has Briscoe and Annie, we need to just skip. Because that is <laughs> terrible. Okay. That part of the plot was was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't mind. I didn't mind it. Uh, I thought it was okay. I thought it was way better than what's her face. The uh, from the pilot. From the pilot, yeah. I yeah. thought she was awful. Mm-hmm. The professor's daughter. Yeah. Um, we just need we just need Briscoe and Bol- Bowler like broing it up. We don't need anything else in this show. Romance, <laughs> yeah. Snuggle. They're on the they're on the uh, the trail, snuggled up at night <laughs> for warmth. Aww. <laughs> All right, people, listen to this fan art. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Claire, if you're listening, <laughs> do it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, put comment in the sleeping bag, too. <laughs> that would be the best. <laughs> no, no, it should be that, that Briscoe and Comet get sleeping bags, but not Bowler. <laughs> no, I'm on the same sleeping bag. <laughs> Bowler has to cuddle his hat. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, no. <laughs> too lonely. <laughs> Briscoe, you're our only hope. I'm pretty sure that was a lie to this episode. <laughs> um, so outside, the uh, the Brackmans uh, come and harass the sheriff until uh, the mayor pretty much fires him. <laughs> I love, there was the one guy, he wasn't the main bad guy, but he was like the side bad guy. I think his name was 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 Olaf. Yeah. I want to say right. yeah. Yeah. that guy played Ezra in the Magnificent Seven TV series. That was amazing. I don't sure. I don't know him. He I don't know what else he's been in a couple other things. I think he's been recently been in some like ABC Family shows, but he played sort of like I'm like totally a womanizer and I love money in the Magnificent Seven TV series. And I'm like, oh, that's great. You were in a western before you were in that. That's great. Huh? And he was in a James Bond movie. He was in one of those. Mm. Do you guys recognize uh, Bishop Brackman, Michael Bowen? The name sounds really familiar. Yeah, he was Buck and Kill Bill, the guy, who, oh, the, pus, the pussy wagon. <laughs> but he was also um, Uncle Jack in Breaking Bad. Yo! <laughs> in the last season of Breaking Bad? I, I didn't even, I don't even Like remember. the mobster's boss? Like He probably looks completely different anyway, so. <laughs> he just looks much older. Yeah. And greasier in Breaking Bad. <laughs> I have a terrible memory anyway, so. So I think there was a scene where they're talking about Briscoe's dad and, like, they're having a scene. I'm like, okay, we get it. He, like, his dad is dead. We get it. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, then I think Briscoe says, he wasn't thinking. He was just doing his job. I'm like, well, I would I would assume I would hope he was thinking on his job. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that Uncle Jack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just good. Yeah. That guy. Um, oh, I like the... The two guys speeding through the streets. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> are we skipping way ahead? Though? Um, we probably are. Yeah. Ahead, no, not well. No, they. He sees them, and then later on, he sees them again. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm totally. Wrong. 
And then there's the part where Bowler does like a Swedish voice, and it was amazing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, they go out to the setter, set, <clears throat> some settlers in Echo Valley where Mac Brackman is trying to force everybody out. When they said the Nordlinger family, <laughs> I heard Nerdlinger family. I was like, what? <laughs> well, Nordlinger's not much better. That can't be a real name. Yeah, it probably is. Nerds. Although, Nerds. They're the coming I'm a little Nerdling. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like something you would insult, like a like a Nordic a Nordic person, Nord, like <laughs> call them a Nordlinger. Nordlinger, <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of Nordlingers. <laughs> yeah, but I guess well, Nord just means north. Yeah, so. yeah. that's true. I get. Oh, Caitlin, we're Nordlingers. We're in <laughs> Canada. No, <laughs> uh, it's Canada now and forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that scene. Um, with the Nordlingers. <laughs> Yeah. I would say yeah, that was that was one of the the, uh, the 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 higher points of the episode. Not 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 the high point. We'll get to that. But I feel like a lot of women, like like well, a couple women, I guess, in this episode specifically, were really badass. Yeah. Like that wife splitting the chopping the wood with her axe there at the yeah. first of it. I was like badass. And then when all those people attack their home, she hauls. Yeah, she punches. She them inside. Well, she punches punches the guy out with her left hand, no less. Oh, left hook. Her left hand. Maybe she's lefty. She must. By the way, have we talked about Briscoe being a lefty? No, I noticed that. Is he? I noticed. Yeah, let's that. talk about this later. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and can we also say, in terms of badass women, there was the scene where the guy tries to like make out with Annie or whatever. Then she straight up just like face punches him. I know that was. She hit him too. twice with the butt of her rifle. I know. Yeah. Right she was pretty badass. In the stomach and then in the face. I know. <laughs> That's right after the the Nordlinger scene. I love that. But, uh, Are you I, left-handed too, Caitlin? No, um, oh. I'm right-handed. For a short period of my ta- of time in my life, I was left-handed quite proficiently. When I was like, in, when I was in grade two, I broke my right arm pretty badly. Oh. So I learned how to write with my left hand. I can do many things actually pretty ambidextrously now. But so you have a soft spot for lefties. I do. <laughs> Aww. Uh, I like how the the husband cowered behind the chair while the wife punched them out, and then. Uh, <laughs> Yes, What's with the goose thing? <laughs> yeah, he was holding that goose by the neck. So, no, but again, like, first Briscoe hits somebody with his hat, and he knocks them out, and then he hits somebody with a dead goose, and he knocks them out again. Like, what the hell is up with these objects if in this episode? He, if you had a hand free to catch a goose, you had a hand free to punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but when you could do it with a goose, it's so much better. <laughs> it's just so you can see a, a snappy one-liner. This this episode is full of Briscoe being horrible at fighting, like, just not not taking full advantage of his opportunities. Like Yeah, he was also horrible at romance too i'm not gonna let that go <laughs> <laughs> but i mean he like he had a, he had like a full almost i don't know three four five seconds where he was laying on that table and the guy was like throttling him and he had to wait for her to throw the goose and catch it and then hit the guy he could have just punched him with that free hand He's they just, actually he, had they had they had they had pre-choreographed it beforehand so he knew he just wanted to lull him into a full sense of security <laughs> he's just trying to be legendary matt yeah <laughs> <laughs> Tales of my unconventional fighting style will yes, <laughs> spread the across land. the land. Yes. <laughs> One time he was like, hand me that piano, and he like threw it at them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's just going to escalate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. um, so, yeah, next uh, Annie, or Olaf comes to the, sh- the jail, and uh, he I'm not sure why his that, brother that I'm not, shiv. I'm not sure why that guy named his kid Olaf. <laughs> That's a horrible name. <laughs> I'm just not sure. I was like, he's not. Well, he's not. Is he? 
What, what? Unless you're unless you're from Soviet Russia, you you do not name your kid Olaf. Unless <laughs> is that like a is could be could it be like a Nordic name? No, but they were trying to drive the Swedes out, weren't they? Yeah, mm. I don't like them. Uh, doesn't make sense though. His name is Olaf. Doesn't make sense. I don't know. <laughs> You know why? Because it's evil. That's why. I don't know. It just it it feels like it's a buffoon's name. I don't know if it's just uh, yeah just... from TV, but I, yeah. I've never met anyone named. Olaf. Oh, you know what? Um, okay, Olaf. It was the name of like a king in Norway. So maybe their background is actually Norwegians, and they have some kind of beef with the Sweden, Swedes. <laughs> Oh. What, what it actually is is that this is the great great grandfather of those Norwegians that went to, that went in the pile of Twin Peaks. <laughs> oh my god! Northern. Oh. It all makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> They're all part of the same universe, the same canon. The orb is what caused everything that happened in the Red Room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. Um, Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I can't. Therefore, you are. <laughs> um, so. So, uh, yeah, I just love how Annie just beats the shit out of Olaf with that rifle. Yes, it's great. Um, and after Olaf is gone, uh, Briscoe and Bowler bring the goons to the jail. <laughs> That's when Briscoe hears the racers going by again. Yes. Oh, I wish they had found a way to do a coming thing with the siren as he was pulling them Yes. <laughs> Could you actually get arrested back then for... Speeding. Speeding or riding drunk or something like that. I guess if you killed someone while you did it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. If you knocked over a lady or something. They, they pro- <laughs> yeah, they probably wouldn't like it. Actually, actually, if you hit, if you just hit someone, they'd probably just give you like a night in jail and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. You trampled that small boy with the donuts. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> no! No, no, no. We, we aren't that, we aren't at that scene yet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I love. Do we get to the part where he's um, Olaf slipped a knife to his brother? Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. You have a note about it? I know that was it. <laughs> <laughs> he just like I mean that wasn't a bad plan. Like it's very much like like a distracting thing. It really should just be that anytime someone comes into a jail, like you aren't allowed to cross a line that's at least like twenty feet away from where like the person is in jail. Yeah. Well, I mean, she smacked him up against it, I guess. But he probably flew back for a little. Yeah. Oh, you hit me real hard. Wee. <laughs> <laughs> How convenient. Uh, so yeah, Briscoe gets those guys to do a drunk test. That's uh, your noses. Awesome. He should have had. He should have asked them to walk in a straight line. Maybe put on some beer goggles. Yeah. <laughs> Alphabet backwards. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Annie catches up to him, and then they go to the swimming hole. She wants to oh, talk. Oh my god! <laughs> what? This scene. <laughs> the lines in this scene sounded like they came out of like a really crappy romance novel. <laughs> <laughs> you don't dress for it. You undress for it. Come on. <laughs> I double dashed there, yeah. <laughs> don't don't dare me. <laughs> I'm like, what? what? Is this from a romance novel called like called like Briscoe's? Oh god, what, what would a romance novel name be for this episode? Well, it could be Briscoe's Showdown, and on the cover, it's like Briscoe like holding her, and like you see her back or something, and she's wearing like a flowing dress. He's got like long hair to shoulders. <laughs> yes, shirts unbuttoned. Yes, first. looks like Fabio for some reason. His face turned into Fabio's for some reason. Comet's <laughs> um, in the background, but he's a unicorn. Yes. <laughs> 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 and everything is, is green and purple for some reason. Don't ask why. It just is. Uh, this is his sister, by the way. Yeah. 
his, uh, his spiritual sister. It should be called a knight in Briscoe. Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, sorry. No. I oh no! <laughs> Don't apologize. That's great. <laughs> a knight in Briscoe County. <laughs> 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 uh. Oh my God! Please, someone write that fan fiction. <laughs> A night in Briscoe County. Jesus Christ. Someone called Carlton Cuse and be like, bro, bro, we need you to write a novel. <laughs> oh. Um, so yeah, they skinny dip. I would never skinny dip in the water like that. You don't know what's in there. Not with your sister, you that wouldn't. That water is black. <laughs> you can't see the bottom. You don't know what's in there. It's probably full of leeches. Um, I don't know. And you know, and also on, on that sister thing, there actually is like scientific proof that if you like grow up with somebody, you're like 99% like not like likely to not be attracted to them. Yeah, I think I heard that too. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. Like an adopted sibling or whatever. Because I've heard stories before where people grew up together and then they ended up... Well, it still yeah. happens, even with real sisters and brothers, but so I it's mean... just like on that off 1% chance that you do yeah. end up together, you're just like a freak. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this goes a freak. He's freak guy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Briscoe is wondering what it might be like to come home, just as she's wondering what it might be like to leave. And then, oh, no one cares. Yeah, smooch. Yeah. Um, smooch. They made out. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, but for real, for real, though, like, again, this is also like, and I think this is like a symptom of early Briscoe. They really don't know what this show is right now. Mm. No. They're like, is it a Western? Is it a court drama? Is it a sci-fi show? Is it a wacky comedy? Is it serious? We're not. It's kind of everything. I'm fine with that. I like a little bit of everything. No, no, I, I do too. I do too. It's just that sometimes it's just sometimes it's a thing that I don't like quite as much. I still like it. I still like this show. I'm just I'm just nitpicking it. Yeah. I felt like that. I felt like when they were skinny dipping, that pool probably wasn't quite deep enough because it looked like uh, Bruce Campbell was all hunched, hunch, hunchback in the pool. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed that. He didn't want anyone to see his nipples. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who want to see Bruce Campbell's nipples, but. <laughs> He's shown those in movies, right? Like, he must have. Yeah, he yeah. was shy. <laughs> He's shy about his nipples. <laughs> I bet Briscoe County's nipples could, like, open up and fucking lasers come out of them. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so next, we're at the local criminal cave. <laughs> criminal yeah, that, like, cave incorporated. Clubhouse or something. Yeah, they're all playing games. Yeah. And, uh... Brackman comes in and he offers five grand to anyone who can kill Briscoe. <laughs> What'd you think of this scene? It was quirky. Mm-hmm. It was it was sort of like again it, it like these villains do not they're not Bly and they're not Pete. I'm just sort of like why do I care about you? I don't. Uh, you guys are generic. It's I guess it's generic villain day at the cave because if Bly's in that cave, everyone's gone. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of liked uh, Utah Johnny Montana. Well, mostly mostly for his little interpreter there. <laughs> yeah. With the guy with the lisp. Yeah, true. True. I forgot about that guy. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? In- I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just say his interpreter is John Hawks, who is on Deadwood, which is I think the best western ever. Yeah. Even better than Briscoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <so> <laughs> Briscoe doesn't. Briscoe does not have Ian McShane, so. Hard to be Ian McShane. Um, 
Oh yeah. So Are we have my favorite scene. Are we have my favorite scene. Boy, uh, Utah, Johnny Montana, and some other guy are up for the job, and uh, that guy was dumb for giving him a cue to fire at him. Yeah, he's like, Utah, Johnny Montana is not even gonna pick up his gun until your finger twitches. Like, I don't know. There's like no human way that you could st- react to somebody's just finger twitching. He basically twitching. reacted to him like, saying, "Oh, you're stupid for not shooting it." Yeah, right he now. like telegraphed. He's like, "I'm gonna shoot you right now." Basically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how he wins. He just psychs out his impo- opponents. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of enjoy how the only bullet he ever took was the- in the throat, and that's why he's mute. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I just kind of like that. Thirty-seven and zero. Um. So, yes, the next day, Lord Bowler comes upon a boy. Oh my god, this is this is the scene that made me want to guest on this episode. <laughs> this scene is magical in every sense of the word because it's all Bowler, all goodness, and it ends on the greatest thing on the planet. <laughs> okay, I didn't even like, get it the, it the first time. time I was like, like what mm-hmm. the hell was the point of that scene? Yes, we didn't get it. But there actually is no no point to the scene at all. Well, I mean, it's just a like a throw in a name of a coming thing. Yes. <laughs> which makes it which makes it beautiful, and no one steal it because it's my quote. No one steal it. Well, I won't say the exact quote, but I mean, I gotta call out what what we're talking about. <laughs> like I, the the reason I probably didn't get it is because I don't know about where you are, Caitlin, but there's no Dunkin' Donuts around here, like at all. Do you have them where you are? No, we don't. Maybe it's just an American thing. I don't know if they're in Canada yet. Well, I've never lived anywhere where we've had Dunkin' Donuts. Always Krispy Kreme. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, we know about Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, we know about it, but since we have only been like near one like once in our lives. <laughs> did, you, did you went eat there? With what was that? Did you eat there? Did you eat there? Was it good? Did it live up to your inflated like, TV expectations? I think I just had a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> You, you know, like, they're not bad, but Krispy Kreme is better. Mm. Although you're I'm pretty much... Oh, sh- there you go. Uh, I'm just going to say, I'm pretty much happy with sticking with Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> his name should have been... His name should have been Crispy. <laughs> Thanks for the... No, Ed, he should have been giving him creeps. <laughs> it should have been Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Thanks for the cream, Crispy. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to be a rapper. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Oh, God. See, that would have been great. Like, it amazes me that someone in the writer's room was like, you know, we need to have a coming thing with Bowler. Let's do a joke about Dunkin' Donuts. And everyone was like, yes, let's do it. Actually, that kid, that kid, like, speaking of rappers, that kid is now in a TV show called, well, he was in a TV show called The Fresh Beat Band. And I don't even know what, what? that is. <laughs> but I kind of know. <laughs> Uh, His name is Shout Slash Lion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but more interestingly, he played Michael Jordan at age 15 in Michael Jordan, an American hero TV movie. <laughs> no! Uh, what else? So His first go credit- to a convention, kid. I will have you sign like 10 donuts. <laughs> His very first credit was in 1990 in a TV show called Doctor Doctor, and he played Tiny Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, he played young Jake Sisko in a Deep Space Nine episode. What? Oh. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That guy can really go to a convention. Star Trek fans want to meet anybody who was in that show. Does he have a trading <laughs> card? <laughs> but he does. Yeah. I, I also see this scene as part of just how much uh, Buller is just settling into his role as like, well, I guess he's not being like the deputy sheriff or whatever. Deputy. 
and he just seems to like fit in the town really well. Yeah, he's he likes, the, he, he likes being a good guy. <laughs> well, I think it's also sort of like he's cementing himself sort of as like Briscoe's sidekick and how he feels about that. He's sort of like, I don't know, I don't know about that. Yeah, I like how that kid's like, no one's ever heard of you. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> My boy's so like, oh, he's just testing the waters to see what people he like have to say about him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. I love his inflated ego. It's adorable. He's going to start doing ridiculous fighting moves like Briscoe so his legend can grow. Yes. <laughs> Hand me that wagon wheel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bash this guy in the head with it. Oh, man. I'll pick up the local <laughs> saloon and I'll throw it at you. <laughs> he pelts people with donuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the donut ninja. That could be his new name. <laughs> yeah, he throws them like shurikens. <laughs> Uh, ah, the jelly blinds. <laughs> no, no. What he does is he throws plane, and then they're like, "Ah, oh, we've gotten on to you." And then he throws it. And they're like, oh, "It's jelly filled." And he's like, "Ah, oh, what I did beforehand was that I injected it all with jelly." And then they like flash back and show how he did it. <laughs> uh, they get the sugar powder all over them. Yep. Uh, um. Oh no, he like takes he takes a sugar powdered donut or and he throws it on the ground like a smoke bomb and disappears. <laughs> Uh, Ninja vanish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Briscoe, you've got a skinny dipping scene. Bowler has donuts. I think we know who the winner is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, We should have done like Briscoe versus Bowler. (laughs) Who who, who wins each episode? (laughs) Uh, uh, The answer is Bowler every week. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Even when he's not in the episode. Yes. Yeah, Briscoe's fine, but he's like. Oh, I don't get excited to see Briscoe. <laughs> well, you see him every week. And not only that, but, like, this is also a show where, like, if Bowler was the main character, I don't think it would be quite as entertaining. He probably wouldn't be allowed to have as much fun. Yeah, true. Um, Maybe Briscoe's got too much uh, on his shoulders, so that makes him, you know, mm. a little bit more, maybe, uptight, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. That whole not dead, really. That though, old but... dead daddy thing. <sighs> Um, a chip on his shoulder. So, Don't you hate when that happens? Oh. Yeah. So Annie and Briscoe were out all night long. <laughs> and then, uh... Remember when your dad caught us having sex? That was great. He <laughs> <laughs> should have been like, remember that time when he caught us? Yeah. By the way, he's dead now. Oh. <laughs> uh, they get roped in the middle of the street, and then they get some cattle ran at them. And Bowler uh, saves them. But, um... In, uh, who's read Bruce Campbell's book? Anyone? I haven't. I'm a terrible oh. person. Okay. <laughs> well, he, he, he calls out this episode in this scene as, uh, one of the times in his career where he almost died. <laughs> uh, if you look at the shot where, um, they roll under the wagon, uh, they're just supposed to stay under there, but it started, there started to be like a buildup of cows behind the wagon and they started pushing it forward and they were like going to get trampled. Uh, like if the wagon got pushed off of them, so like Briscoe, or I mean Bruce Campbell, turned around and uh, like stuck his legs up to brace it and stuff, and uh, that's the shot you actually see. Like they used the shot; it was still usable. So that he's like actually panicking for his life. Oh, him and the exciting. him and the actress, yeah, him and the actress are like, oh my god, that's that's actually them fighting not to die. <laughs> Sweet Bruce Campbell, my hero. <laughs> yeah. Saving ladies everywhere. <laughs> Maybe this scene was shot before the skinny dipping scene, and then he was like, alright guys, you guys almost kill me, so you better write a skinny dipping scene <laughs> in this episode. Yeah, maybe. 
Um, That's why the skinny dipping scene was so lame. <laughs> it was written last minute. <laughs> we got it. All right. Anybody who worked out Briscoe County Jr., confirm or deny this happened if you're listening. <laughs> Uh, so the this whole attempted murder thing pisses off the sheriff, and he goes to the Brackman's place, who's apparently living in Briscoe's house. I guess because he, he bought it, he bought it, but he's also living there. You'd think he'd—I don't know—it seems like Briscoe's house would be like a little homestead or something, and you'd think this guy would own a mansion. Why would he move into Briscoe's place? Well, it looks pretty nice in there. I don't know. Maybe Briscoe grew up in a mansion. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he was rich, right? I mean, that's how he was able to go to, like, Harvard or whatever. Yeah, I suppose. He also did it because he's evil! <laughs> yeah. Evil. Um, Wait, I have a theory. Okay. okay. It's actually more of a family legacy, the money. So it's probably, like, his grandfather that was actually rich. Uh-huh. And his father went a bit off the beaten path in, when he was being sheriff. Mm-hmm. So Briscoe, you know, he's actually starting now to more follow the role of his father. But before, you know, he was living the lifestyle i guess more of his grandfather going to harvard becoming a lawyer etc so what how did how does grandfather get all the money you think um i don't know maybe he rents out that cave (laughs) yes (laughs) maybe he's some big shot in like the old country maybe wherever that is so yeah brackman gives them some bail for all of his goons or ranch hands. <laughs> and then after they leave, uh, Olaf is kind of complaining and he wants to kill Briscoe. But Utah, Johnny Montana's gonna do it. There's also a scene, and maybe maybe I'm skipping ahead. Maybe I'm skipping ahead. That's there's awesome. this whole scene where, like, there's, like, this random couple in the town and Bowler is basically playing marriage counselor to them. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he says, two-timing is a two-year offense. <laughs> <laughs> and cool. then it, it gets resolved and I was like... I, I'm not what what was the point of this scene (laughs) he's peace I loved it he's peacekeeping okay okay (laughs) I really love that scene I I was I I was like aw he's so he was so proud of himself at the end for like (laughs) fixing all the Tan's problems (laughs) well right before that scene uh, is the scene where Briscoe gets super pissed and throws the bottle at the wall I liked uh, Bruce Campbell's performance right there. Yeah. I thought that was a good speech. You're a drunk! Yes, I yeah. thought that was great. <laughs> did you Briscoe guys... mad! Acting! Did you guys like that speech? I did. I, was well... I did. I, I, yeah. I genuinely did enjoy that speech. Yeah? Will and you guys too? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't get, I don't know, he doesn't get too many serious scenes in his career, I find. So when he does get, get to have one, I like to see what he can do. You like to test his acting skills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. After that, Briscoe um, and Annie are going through old photos, I guess, and talking about her dad. And then uh, they go to do it again <laughs> on the bed. <laughs> you know, that is that is the perfect floor, foreplay topic. So your dad, mm, well, 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 to be fair, <laughs> they had that, they had that whole bit about like, Dan, you're like my sister. So, <laughs> saying. <laughs> they've got some. They they're they're a very interesting couple. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, the sheriff. Oh, comes but in then, with a but knife then in his back. I just realized he just like said that the sheriff was like a second dad to him, mm. which makes it even more disturbing. Yeah, because it's like they both have the same. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> no. Well, She's like your adopted sister. Let's Briscoe. just be thankful. There's no actual blood ties. 
<laughs> oh, thank God. I mean, back in the West, back back in the old days, yes. there wasn't as much of a thing. You know, people married I mean, cousins all the Swill, time. Swill brothers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Married their cousins. It was an accepted thing. Mm-hmm. I thought we came out here to marry our beautiful cousins. <laughs> How much making out does this show need? It doesn't need that much. Uh, well, the sheriff comes in with it's something gotta, in his back. It's got to grip the ladies. Sheamus yeah. has got to grip the ladies. You know, I don't mind making out in the show, too. Just just, just not this much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Oh, yeah. And then um, they bandage him up, I guess. And uh, they're talking for a bit. Uh, and then they reveal that Lord Bowler was supposed to go get Bishop. And I like how he pulls this fake out. It's like, oh, I didn't have any luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no luck for Bishop. Bishop. <laughs> the the sheriff kind of when he's in bed, he kind of starts talking like Robin Williams or something. I don't know why. <laughs> he just starts talking really. Like in my back. Yes. <laughs> talking. Oh, like feel better than I ever have. <laughs> I don't know why. It's so weird. <laughs> You know, Rob, they should have gotten Robin Williams to guest star in this episode. Manu, Wait, Manu. Then <laughs> um, he would have just, like, done impressions the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, Briscoe, you've never had a friend like me. <laughs> uh, um, at, at one point, um, they were talking about Olaf, and we still had the French subtitles on. And I don't know why, but, like, uh, I don't know. I don't remember what they said in the English... Uh, Something about pulling a card out of a deck. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, he wasn't like... Time to pull his card out of the deck or I don't Yeah, know, anyways, weird. the French translation was basically they called Olaf uh, an aborted baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's oh, harsh. Wow. Yeah. Damn. That was the word for it. Yeah, French insults like, are hard. Yeah, cold. they're harsh. <laughs> <laughs> um... But, uh, yeah, after they le- come out, uh, that, yeah, that's when Olaf attacks them from that balcony. Um, and while they're out, uh, Utah, Joni Montana attacks Annie, uh, and the sheriff. And Annie punches Johnny Montana, but he's basically like no a effect. brick wall. Mm. Like- guys, guys, I've got it. This is what happened to Annie from Twin Peaks, okay? <laughs> what, she went back in time? And became- she went back in time. And became and not lame? Uh- and became became not what's her face that actress's name. She has a name. Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, she she unbecame Heather Graham, <laughs> and she got flannel, and everything got better. <laughs> well, I do like this Annie better than that Annie, even though she's only in this one episode from what we've seen. Um, so yeah, Briscoe gets the drop on Olaf, and again, unconventional fighting style. He has to make a quip before he fights him. He, like, drops down and he reveals himself. He's like, ha-ha! And he, like, has to say something. And I was very glad that uh, Olaf actually took the time to, that opportunity to punch Briscoe in the gut. <laughs> like, Briscoe didn't, go, didn't come down and be like, quip, punch. He was like, quip, oof! <laughs> then he knocked him out. Then he basically, like, paralyzed him for life or something. <laughs> so I was wondering, if Olaf, is he dead or is he <laughs> crippled or what? I don't know. We never find out. Maybe we'll see later on in the series. He'll be, like, in a wheelchair and he'll want revenge. <laughs> but but after he falls, then Bruce, uh, Briscoe quips again. <laughs> uh, hero's always going to get their lines in. Um, so uh, Annie tells him about Utah Johnny Montana. And then Lord Bowler says that this is the guy that Coob 
killed some guy named Coop Mitchell, who's apparently impressive, I guess. Co- Cooper? Cooper? Perhaps? <laughs> no! <laughs> everyone, back, everyone went back in time from Twin Peaks. Uh, anything there? We go to the prisoner, prisoner exchange, or... Oh, there's there's there there's another line that's great. I don't know if it's happened yet or already did. Dude, say it. Come on, I want to quote it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You get that one. <laughs> there, there, there is a reference to a certain movie that happens to star a character named Annie. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I kind of like that... like they had some squinty looks after that one at Briscoe. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Even they were like, we don't know what that movie is, but that was lame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the orbs showed him the future of movies. Um, so at the prisoner exchange, uh, Brackman tells his men to take them all out after the exchange, and the goons set up around the perimeter. But then Bowler takes them all out, all stealth-like. Donut Ninja! <laughs> Donut Ninja! <laughs> oh. Ninja vanish! <laughs> I love that. I love Bowler taking out all these guys. Um, so Bishop uh, and the Sheriff uh, cross in the middle, and the Sheriff knocks Bishop out, and uh, his, da- his daddy gets all pissed and runs forward and takes a swing at Briscoe. Daddy. Matt. <laughs> daddy. He's quite a like a he's like a daddy's boy. He's like, my dad's not gonna let this happen to me. Yeah, my dad's gonna save me. <laughs> his dad gets knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> um. Oh, and then Utah Johnny Montana comes calling Briscoe out. What takes him so long? Like, why does he wait till everything's pretty much done? <laughs> oh, and why would he call him out instead of just shooting him in the back? It's honor. They had to have a fight. Yes. Honor. Maybe, maybe that bullet affected more than just his speech. Maybe. What did you want to say? Something about Briscoe being left-handed? Yeah. This he's left-handed. Anyways, I wonder. Maybe, maybe he's like an ambidextrous dude, this Briscoe fellow, and he's just adapted to shooting with his left hand because it gives him kind of an advantage. Yeah, mm. maybe. Yeah, I think. That would be I think there's a. Isn't, wasn't there an advantage to being a left-handed duelist? Against right hand, maybe that's just with swords. If if you're fighting swords, yeah, and like going up spiral staircases and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) As we're so often to do. (laughs) But um, I don't. If he wasn't left-handed, I don't think he would have gotten quite the shot he did. I feel like Caitlyn hmm. has a secret life that we don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, needs, there needs to have been a scene, like maybe they're like, like like the villain, maybe they should have had a whole build up where like, yeah, Briscoe always shoots with his right hand. That's how it works. So I'm going to do this and that's going to mess him up. But then Briscoe <laughs> actually shoots with his other hand in that scene, like right before the shootout. And it's like, what? What happened? Then it's like, well, actually what I do is, and they cut back in this like Dragon Ball Z-esque like cutaway where they're like, <laughs> well, actually what I do is that I train with my other hand and I keep waiting. On, on the rest of my body the whole time, so I'm only using 20% of my entire body strength. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Yeah, that'd be funny if his left hand was a secret weapon or something. Um, so after, yeah, he gets a bullet down the barrel. 
that that was the scene that I was talking about where I'm like this this scene is on YouTube in in in, in like clearly taped off TV version. Yeah. But I'm like this scene is amazing in that it's it's something that you would expect like if you're like a Bruce Campbell fan and there are a lot of Bruce Campbell fans who are like oh my god he could do anything I'm like well this scene just goes right along with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can do old west showdowns. <laughs> Did they include that creepy silent scream with Utah Johnny Montana that was <laughs> holding creepy. his hand? That was really creepy. <laughs> Trying to scream but no sound came out. It's like he was in space. <laughs> oh, so creepy. <laughs> Creeping me right out. It was like melted metal on his hand. <laughs> that would hurt. Like, yep. I don't know how many of you have ever been shot. Like, a gun shot in... Like, wait, hold on. The gun is shot into in your hand and exploded. That's never happened to me, but I feel like it would not be fun. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um... So afterwards, uh, oh yeah, Bowler reveals that he lied about Coop Mitchell being killed just to help Briscoe uh, be motivated, I guess. It's lucky he didn't make him more scared and like nervous. And uh, there's he knows a, there, he knows he huh? also knows. I forgot to mention at the beginning he just he smelled money or something. <laughs> and at the what? end he's like, what is he Hannibal? <laughs> <laughs> at, at the end, yeah, I can smell it. At the end, he, everything is people. Everything. <laughs> yeah. At the end, he reveals there's a thousand dollar bounty on Utah Johnny Montana. Oh my God, he <laughs> can smell bounties in. on people. Yeah, <laughs> you smell like a thousand dollars. Smell like a thousand bucks. <laughs> uh, smell like a thousand bucks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Donut. <laughs> uh, so uh, the next day, I assume uh, U.S. Attorney Breakstone second appearance. I really like that name. Yeah, Breakstone. Yeah, uh, he's it's here, just so intense. He's here to get Bishop uh, Brackman, and uh, this, the very sober-looking sheriff tells him about the others that he may be interested in. He's so cleaned up. I wish he was smoking a uh, you know one of those uh, soap bubble pipes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. We, the whole time through this episode, we were like, he looks like a, like a, somebody who would have been in those spaghetti westerns or something. But we looked him up and no. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He looks like he'd be like a classic yeah. western actor and they like put him in this, you know, to honor him or because, something. <laughs> but, yes. but I don't no. think they've done that yet. No, I don't think they've got any classic western actors really. No. That I know of. Um, so Briscoe gives him the badge back and... Uh, it looks like Annie and Briscoe are going to say goodbye, but it looks like he's going to stay for a while, I guess. They're going to have some more uh, fun, I suppose. <laughs> yep, more oh brotherly, my. sisterly fun. <laughs> hey, Annie, we're never going to see you again ever. Thanks. <laughs> you don't think? <laughs> nope, I don't think so. I don't remember, honestly, but I don't think we're going to see her again. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't know if we did. <laughs> I don't recall. Cue the Littlest Hobo theme song. No! Littlest Hobo! Littlest Hobo! They don't know that song. I know. Um, You'll have to play it. (laughs) So, any other notes about this episode you didn't get out? No. No? No, 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 no. We got it. Okay. (laughs) Alright, this episode was comprised of three scenes. (laughs) <laughs> a certain donut scene, a certain scene that references a movie, and a certain scene that involves shooting into somebody's gut. <laughs> Going back into Briscoe's history could have been a little more juicy, crunchy, what have you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it should have been crunchier. We, ne- we needed to know those crunchy details. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe it could have been more like, like it, it's a little more to do with the orb. Like he goes back to his old house, like he needs to go to his house 
to find something out about his dad. And when he does, he finds out that it's something connected to the orb. And he's like, wait a minute. There's, this there's, is connected. There's an orb under a lampshade. How come I never noticed this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Briscoe's just a normal guy. So disappointing. Mm. Mm. Um, all right. So... Do we want to do our ratings? Oh, yeah. Yes. Guest, would would you like to go first? Seamus? Yes. So my name is Guest now, and now yep. and forever. Yep. Um, this episode, you know, was like, as I say every week when I send in my ever-so-wonderful feedback, or at least you guys seem to think so, <laughs> um, <We> that <laughs> you love it? Um, oh, that, that, that flatters me. Thank you. <laughs> It's this episode, uh, like, it's not my favorite, not my favorite, but it has three of my favorite moments in the entire series, so I'll give it a 9 out of 10. <laughs> wow. That was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was the most contradictory thing I've ever heard. It's, it's honestly probably my least favorite episode so far, but those three moments are so good. <laughs> They're pretty good. All right. I kind of felt the opposite. I thought this was one of my more enjoyed episodes. So I, far? There's a lot of action and ass-kicking and some really good bowler stuff. So Too I'm much making out, though. Yeah, that's that was kind of me. But she's not the, the worst uh, love no, interest. No, I thought she was a pretty cool, badass lady, so yeah. I kind of liked her. So I'm also going to give it a 9 out of 10. <laughs> uh, 9 out of 10 uh, stealth bowlers. Ste- stealth Ninja bowlers? Bowl- yeah, stealth bowlers covered in powdered sugar. <laughs> oh, 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 I should also say uh, 9 out of 10 uh, uh, Dunkin's Donuts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Will, do you want to go? Yeah, I really enjoyed it, too. It was great. It was good stuff, especially the bowler stuff. So I give it 9 out of 10 knives in the back. Mm. Caitlin? Well, yeah, it was a fun episode with all the action stuff, but I really thought they should have done more with Bristol's history. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna give this a seven and a half. Oh, I just had a rating in my head and it forgot it. Uh-oh. Crunchy, wait, wait, something wait. crunchy. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. Yes, okay, seven and a half, crunchy but not juicy. Out of ten. <laughs> crunchy, crunchy. Oh, what I had. What crunchy, was it? Not juicy details. Yeah. <laughs> Everything crunchy, not juicy. Yeah. Uh, Mel. Um. I also liked it. I uh, enjoyed the action. I enjoyed uh, Lord Bowler uh, giving massages, sharing donuts with children. <laughs> Although that is kind of questionable, though. Hanging out with kids and sharing your food. Nah, Bowler. No, no. He, he just took the donuts yeah. and told him to scram. Yeah, okay, good, good. Like good, how, good dude, you're doing good there, Bowler. I like, how, like, <laughs> I like how that kid took a bite out of it before he gave it to him. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised yeah. Bowler was okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the kid the kid offered it to him. It's not like Bowler was like, Hello, would you like my donuts? Like <laughs> that'd be a little creepy. <laughs> you, should, you shouldn't you shouldn't share donuts with children though, because children are full of germs. Yeah. You just don't want to touch whatever they've spit on. It's yeah. just my that is our PSA for the episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, he gives the kid he gives the kid a, do- a donut and the kid chokes on a ninja star inside the donut. <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> really taken with the idea of Caitlyn sword fighting up a spiral staircase. Give it a nice stir- Okay, <laughs> the staircases are designed so that the defenders who are normally right-handed have the advantage when they're fighting down 
So I'm gonna give it a 9 out of 10 left-handed Caitlyn's fighting a spiral <laughs> staircase! Wow, I don't think, I don't think any of the hosts have ever been used in a- Oh, I'm so excited! <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, anyways. Right. I know it has nothing to do with the episode, but I just like it. Okay. Uh, uh, let's do high points and low points. I got mine already. Um, so do I. Well, I'm going to go with uh, my high point is not a single scene, but it's just collectively all the ass-kicking ladies in this episode. Oh, yeah. I support this. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Is that also yours or you have a different one? No, I'm going to vote for yours, but I have a different one. Okay. <laughs> uh, my low point, is, as much as I love anything bowler, my low point is actually the bowler marriage counselor scene. <laughs> Aww, but he was so adorable. He was adorable, but I didn't like the other two. I wish they had found something more fun for him to do. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Seamus, you want to go? You said you were with Yeah. Uh, high point is, uh, is uh, Duncan's Donuts. <laughs> like absolutely probably my favorite moment in all of Briscoe County Jr. the show <laughs> um and my low point is oh what was the what was the anytime there was any kind of making out or skinny dipping <laughs> pretty much all the romance of this episode oh, lovey dovey stuff or romance okay I'll just put romance stuff okay I'll... or I guess you could also say no, what was it? It's like, damn, you're just like my sister. Like, no, let's not. <laughs> um, all right, who wants to go now? I'll go. All right. My high point was all the bowler keeping the peace scene, specifically the donut scene. I have to agree with Seamus. <laughs> yeah. All right. And my low point was when the Brackman dude tried to kiss Annie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Mel, do you want to go? Um, yeah. Uh, although I guess my low point was also kind of the whole like Briscoe Annie brother sister we share the same dad relationship. <laughs> okay. That was just kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh, could you combine? I don't know if you want to combine. I can pick a different. I'll one. just put brother sister loving. Maybe I should just say like Annie's pants. <laughs> Annie's pants. <laughs> pants are so. Fair enough. Okay. I'll pick a different. You know what? You can go with brother sister loving if you want. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what's your high point? Uh-huh. Annie's pants. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Her low point is the pants. High point is the... My high point is Bowler giving a massage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> I I would like to experience what a massage from Bowler would be like. <laughs> Except for the neck part. No, yeah, you don't want him to massage your neck. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> right. for, uh, for my low point, I'm going to go with... I don't know. I wasn't too fond of like the Brackman stuff. I'm gonna say when the the Daddy Brackman was telling off Olaf, who was pretty much the fun of the show. <laughs> so yeah. So Brack uh, Brackman family stuff, or just that specific scene, or what? Yeah, I'll say Brackman family stuff. I kind of okay. agree with you, Caitlin, on that one. I found it was kind of a little bit boring. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and for my high point mm-hmm. is when Briscoe puts a bullet down a Utah Johnny barrel. All right. And then there's like the explosion and then the liquid metal everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty badass. Although highly implausible. <laughs> Don't know what you're Yes, doing. nice does not work that way. <laughs> Maybe it's only because of uh, Briscoe's experience with the orb. <laughs> Maybe. Yes, yes, the orb did it. I guess yeah. we, could, we could chalk it up to the orb. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The orb did it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anything ever, the orb did it. Yeah. Uh, so, quotes. Who's got a quote? 
I have one. Okay. I have one. Right. Oh, Seamus. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was waiting this whole episode for it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the donuts, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the first time I saw this, and I, I don't remember a lot about Briscoe, but I remember that. I was I was on the floor. I was <laughs> dying. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah, I can just picture you rolling on the floor laughing. <laughs> Uh, my quote is like in two parts it was broken up but I'm going to say it all together so uh, this is between uh, Bishop and uh, Lulu what's this called again foreplay feels good then later can you put some more of that four stuff on my neck there it's feeling mighty tight (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh I didn't realize what he was talking about (laughs) Uh, anyone else want to go Okay, I'm gonna go throw in the other reference in there. When Briscoe says, "Annie, get your gun." <laughs> yes, <laughs> the best, the second best. Oh my god, excellent. Oh, I got, I got a lot of bowler quotes. Go ahead. I've got the when they're at the uh, Swedish uh, family's house, and I've got the, the Yosemite Sam kind of guy. Why wait, Swedish? Don't you stop you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that guy sounded so much like you said what he said, but he did. Oh, tarnation. Tarnation. <laughs> really, Swedish. I really want there to be a bad guy that sounds exactly like Yosemite Sam. Like well, there short, was that guy. <laughs> short, red-headed, like, guy that just yeah. is really angry and he just walks in. <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. Yes, it would. What do you got, Will? Uh, I had the one about the juicy parts, but I also have Bowler, don't make me ruin your good looks. <laughs> I got one here um, between Bowler and Briscoe. I've seen a lot of fellas look at sisters in my time, <laughs> but nothing <laughs> like this. Oh, yeah? What am I looking like? Like you've been shot by one of Cupid's little arrows. <laughs> <laughs> I love the blue the last part there. <laughs> like, like, digs his finger into his chest. Yeah. <laughs> so adorable <laughs> i particularly love and this is another quote where briscoe's just like bowler how are you with back rubs <laughs> and he's just like huh oh. <laughs> he just does it anyways it's like with the boxing thing he was so happy that he could box like <laughs> i like this quote from lord bowler you ever hear me lord bowler no <laughs> No one ever talks about you. <laughs> also, what's with the... Uh, <laughs> you've been cheating on your sweetie. <laughs> I love that. I just like another calls her like, two-timing. sweetie. <laughs> yeah. Two-timing is a two-year offense. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like the classic bowler. He's like, you don't want to know, bowler. Yeah, I want to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's not what we, what you think. We were just uh, grabbing, uh, handling, uh. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> <so. laughs> Stop grabbing or handling your sister. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. Any other quotes? Or are we good? Uh, I could do the silent scream. <laughs> the silent scream. Okay, go ahead. He sort of, well, he sort of does make a noise. That was my impression. Wow. <laughs> Well, there's voices coming from his little lackey there, and there's clearly... Oh. Um, his lackey just collapses. Yeah, his, his lackey's like, Oh, no, oh, that's what you Johnny. Wait, did, okay, did he, he did he just faint, or was he psychically linked to this guy? <laughs> oh my god, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. Pretty sure. <laughs> oh. No, I have I have another quote, and it, 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 it perfectly makes sense with my theories from this episode. How's Annie? Question oh, no. <laughs> Did you actually say that, or was that <laughs> you just threw that? In? 
I just I just threw it in because I could. Yeah. <laughs> you were just trying to confuse us. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, was that quote actually there? Yeah. <laughs> Is this two years ago? Am I reviewing Twin Peaks? Yes. Uh, it was a great podcast. I loved it. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's fun to do. Um, you ever been to the Twin Peaks Fest? No, I haven't. Yeah. I thought about going, but then I'm like, you know, it's either that or Power Morphicon. And what? how have you been? Power Morphicon? Have is you that been like to a that? Power Rangers? Yeah. What? Yes, it is Power Rangers convention. What? Oh my gosh, how come I've never heard of this before? I want to go there. I've never heard of this either. Go, go, Power Rangers! You... So, in short of Briscoe, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, yes, let's get to feedback. Um... No, let's keep talking about Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, you all missed a really great discussion that was probably edited out. <laughs> uh, uh, tangents are fun. Um, Alright, so on the Facebook I wonder if group... there's a Littlest Hobo convention. <laughs> <laughs> if not, you're going to start one, right? Just a bunch of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> or no, they would all be dead. <laughs> Um, so on the Facebook group, uh, John Drano says, it seemed a bit odd to me that Briscoe became sheriff, stripping the old man of his, of his badge instead of just volunteering to become his deputy instead. If he'd refused the position of sheriff, but instead become a deputy, I think that would have gone over better with Sheriff Bob. Yeah, I guess. But Sheriff Bob had to hit rock bottom before he could, uh, come back. Did someone say Sheriff Bob? Yeah, his name's Bob Cavendish. So, that's another Twin Peaks connection. That's another Bob, yeah. <laughs> uh, the first traffic stop was amusing, as was the first domestic call. Uh, Bowler essentially being a donut-eating cop. Ha, Dunkin' Donuts, ha. <laughs> Briscoe went swimming with Annie and showed her the coming thing. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh. yo, oh, no. listener, high five. <laughs> oh. Wasn't Wickwire's daughter also named Annie? Was she? Oh, yeah, she must have been, yeah. I think she might have been. Uh, you, well, know, you know, Briscoe, it's, it's not a coming thing if you do it all the time. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's a passe thing now. Um, wow, the bad guys once again meet in an evil cave. Is this a running gag on the show that all bad guys have an evil lair in a cave? No, they're just gotta, they're on the cheap budget. It's just cheap. They're just reusing the same cave. <laughs> uh... Hmm, another Throwing a different rug. <laughs> yeah. Hmm, another cattle stampede this week. Still pretty impressive, though. I bet you wouldn't see that on, on a more modern show. Hmm, the bad guys kidnap Sheriff Bob from his sickbed, but then they dress him up in his clothes for the prisoner exchange. That was decent <laughs> of them. <laughs> I like U.S. Attorney Breakstone. He reminds me of Rod Serling. That's <laughs> uh, true. I wonder if that's intentional. Uh, not a bad story, but I wish the old sheriff character had gotten his act together early enough to play a more active role in saving the day, rather than it mostly just being Briscoe and Bowler again. I was about to call BS on Briscoe so easily beating Utah Johnny Montana, but Bowler's reveal at the end was a perfect save. The guy just really wasn't all that awesome. I like that when Utah Johnny Montana was defeated, his henchman slash translator guy also collapses as if they're magically linked. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Looking forward to the podcast. Uh, Sergeant Drano. Hmm, thanks, thanks, John. <laughs> Same idea as Caitlin there. Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> All right, so now we got one from Bob. 
Hi, this is Bob DeGrand with feedback for the episode Showdown. Well, this time they stopped us from worrying when Bowler appeared about one minute into the episode. And we get all kinds of Bowler. We get barroom brawling Bowler. We get Bowler doing exposition about Annie. We get massage therapist Bowler. (laughs) We get grumpy at the boy considering him only to be Briscoe's sidekick Bowler. We get marriage counselor Bowler. And my own personal favorite, Swedish Bowler. (laughs) We also get some of our usual Briscoe cliches. Another stampede. And Briscoe, who can't ever hit a human target, managing to shoot a bullet down the barrel of Utah Johnny Montana's gun. And we get, of course, another useless character named Bob, although at least this one wasn't a red shirt. He didn't die. And Annie seemed to me to be one of the more believable love interests for Briscoe. At least this is somebody that didn't meet him 10 seconds earlier. (laughs) As usual, and this is always going to be the case, we have a chance to complain about who wasn't in this episode. No Bly, no Wickwire, no Orb, no Dixie. But there were some good minor characters. I really liked Utah Johnny Montana and his handler, and I love the line about his having been Utah John Cougar Montana, but rejecting it as too pretentious. <laughs> and we did get a last-minute appearance by the most humorless man on Earth, U.S. Attorney Breakstone. So overall, I liked the episode. I'm curious to hear what all of you think. And since Bowler is back, I assume that Robin doesn't have to boycott this one anymore. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I forgot about the cougar part. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Another coming in, in thing. the French subtitles, it was Johnny Puma. <laughs> John Puma. Yes. Yeah. Did you say that John Cougar Mellencamp dropped the cougar for a while? Yes, he did. Because it was too prudential. I don't know if that, that was his reason. It probably was. Yeah. I don't know. But was, would that be your actual name, though? Who would name their kid Cougar? I don't know. Somebody. Or who would give their? I don't know. People are. <laughs> <laughs> I have a. Um, a cousin whose name's Fox, but he's actually named after Fox in X-Files. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I just don't know. I just never heard... Like, I've heard of Fox lots of times, but I've never really heard Cougar as a name. Mm. I don't know. When I think of a Cougar, I think of old ladies macking on young guys. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will, do you mind reading uh, Victor's? Sure. He says, Lord Bowler is back. He wait, shows up... Wait, wait, oh. Read it properly. What? talking about that lord boiler yeah. oh, <laughs> oh sorry i'm missing <laughs> even looking at it Correct. it's the coming it's thing fine. it's the coming thing lord boiler is back <laughs> he shows up in the first scene so all is right in the world lord bowler expert tracker lord bowler marksman lord bowler sheriff's deputy lord bowler physical therapist lord bowler food critic Lord Bowler relationship counselor, Lord Bowler Swedish homesteader. Bowler can do it all. (laughs) When Briscoe goes home, he finds that his hometown is almost as messed up as the Shire at the end of Lord of the Rings. So it's up to him to put things right, with some help from Bowler, of course. Showdown had a few stereotypes that that are common staples of Westerns. The sheriff who's taken the drink, the mysterious gunslinger for hire, even so, it was good to see Briscoe involved in gunplay and being a cowboy instead of being a lawyer. As an added bonus, there was no Socrates in this one. Aww. Utah Johnny Montana, who of course hails from Idaho, was a memorable character. A word about the art of the fast draw. Montana's offer to allow his opponent to draw and aim his weapon before he made his own move is not as ridiculous as it might appear. 
A gunfighter doesn't wait until he draws and levels his gun to start squeezing the trigger. That takes too long. If he does that, he ends up dead. As the saying goes, there is no silver medal for finishing second in a gunfight. So as he starts to draw, he also starts squeezing the trigger. He continues squeezing until the gun is level and then only the last bit of trigger pull remains. If the timing is right, he aims and fires simultaneously. So if Montana really was the fastest gun alive, it would be a race to see which one could pull the trigger first. I wouldn't recommend that tactic, but since his record was 37-0, he must have been quite a marksman. By the way, if the gun gets held up anywhere while being drawn, it will still fire at the appropriate time no matter where it is pointed. The technique is practiced until the muscle memory is built in, so if the gun gets stuck in the holster or belt, well that's or the expression of shooting yourself in the foot. Mm. That's where we get the expression of shooting yourself in the foot. <coughs> but in the end, it turns out that Briscoe is the fastest gun in the West, and he saves the town after Bowler, pu Bowler <laughs> punches out Brackman's henchman. Lord Bowler, one-punch knockout artist. Mm. If Carlton Cues gives you a week off, I think he schedules some OT for you on the next show. <laughs> this story is cliche. It isn't as original as last week's courtroom drama, but what does it all matter? We had an ample supply of bowler, and that's what really counts. So this episode gets ten dark skin sweets out of ten. Eight, sorry, eight dark skin sweets out of ten. Regards, Victor. <laughs> I think Victor's been practicing his quick draws in his backyard or something. Yeah, Victor writes into down below. I'm surprised at some of the knowledge that he has. I wonder where he gets all this from. Because mm. he's a writer. Must be, yeah, must be research for his writing. Yeah. Or he's actually a gunslinger. <laughs> yes, maybe he's a secret gunslinger. All this like listing of bowler bowler's things that he does though, it makes me want to have like an eighties montage of like <laughs> Bowler doing all these sorry, Lord Boiler doing all these things. Alright, so now we got Harold. Okay, here's my thoughts on Showdown. So I was watching the episode and, and almost immediately I realized okay, they're doing a version of Rio Bravo. Uh, which was a Howard Hawks film from the late 50s starring John Wayne with Dean Martin, Ricky Nelson, Angie Dickinson, and Walter Brennan. It's it's one of my five favorite westerns, and it's, it's basically what you just saw in Showdown. It's, it involves uh, the prisoner in the jail. They're kind of holed up there, and uh, his family's trying to get him out, and uh, Dean Martin's a drunk. What a surprise. Uh, and then... Uh, Howard Hawks had such a hit with that one that he remade it a few years later, again with John Wayne. Uh, different cast, they made it a little bit different. This time the sheriff was the drunk, and that was the movie El Dorado, which was name-checked at the end of uh, our episode. And then a few years later, he went back to same well and made another one called Rio Lobo, which I haven't seen. It's supposed to be the weakest of the three, but it's basically, uh, again, the same same thing. Uh, another way that they kind of uh, made an allusion to these movies is that in uh, Rio Bravo, uh, there's a character played by Ricky Nelson it's called Colorado. And in El Dorado, there's a character played by James Conn who's called Mississippi. So in this one, we get Utah Johnny Montana. So that's kind of a, you know, an allusion to that. Um, other than that, um, on the positive side, I like the fact that they gave Bowler these comedic uh, bits I really like the one with the uh, little boy and the donuts. Uh, this this episode had had tons of these uh, uh, modernisms or whatever. Cops eating donuts, 
uh, you know, the, the Cougar name, uh, the uh, DUI field sobriety test, the uh, flipping the bird, Annie, get your gun. Um, I, I have a whole list of them. Uh, okay, the, the negative for me was, uh, it's not that big of a negative, but uh, I thought that Annie, was, I, I really wanted to like Annie as a character. Um, the actress just didn't do it for me, and, and the more you saw her, the more it just, she just came across as, as flat. Um, so that was kind of it. Just I thought it would be she would it would be a more memorable character. Um, I also thought that Olaf was out. It was played by Alan Tudyk, um, but I, I checked the IMDb and it wasn't just someone who looks like him. Unless he changed his name, I know he's currently going under a different name uh, when he was on Justified uh, a few months ago, and uh, I forgot what uh, what that name is. But you got a Twitter account, everything Wheeler. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm going off on a tangent. Um, Still, I like this one a lot. For an episode of Briscoe County Jr., does it compare to El Dorado or Rio Bravo? Uh, no. Uh, but I'll still for Briscoe, and I guess I'm, I, I'm giving this great inflation, but I'll give this 9 out of 10 flip birds, and talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. Bye. Thanks, Harold. Thanks, Harold. I like how Harold brings the, the, the knowledge of all the Western movies. Yeah, I like that, too. <laughs> I like all True this, Western this fan. combined shared knowledge of all of our uh, feedbackers. It's great. Mm. Um, Bring it on. Somebody want to read uh, Daniela's e- email? All right. Sorry I missed episode nine, Briscoe for the Defense. May has been a very busy month for me so far. So here is the showdown, and yes, it is a very classic Western archetype, and at the end I will name two classic movies that I felt very much reminded me of. Zork and Smiley. That, I love those. That German smiley again. Zwinkern <laughs> des Smiley. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I like the fact how this one has everything. The hired gun fighter, the sheriff who is the, who is a drunkard, the war for land between land, land barons and immigrant, and even a stampede. Talking of the immigrants, this time it's the Swedes that get made fun of, and I really love it down to the goose that reminded me of Nils Holgersson. Mm. One of the best things is that Buller is back and gets a lot of time to be not only the, the comic relief, to tease Briscoe and be omnipresent when it comes down to the prisoner exchange. <laughs> the coming things were rather a boring. You're wrong! <clears throat> First, there were donuts, and then slightly more funny traffic control. <laughs> something else I liked about the episode was that the actual showdown was a bit of a... Something else I liked about the episode was that the actual showdown was a bit of a letdown because it was pretty short and just took a second. Utah Johnny Montana had been built up as the villain, and even the tension before the shootout was, was depicted at length. Yet when the actual shot happened, all this wonderful tension just deflated and was gone. It was like some of the, the lengthy jokes with a really, really silly punchline. Mm-hmm. One thing that also makes me wonder is how the actors managed to just casually recite sentences that are actually quotes from something slash somewhere else. You know, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> like, how can you not laugh? Like, the example is, like in this episode, Annie, get your gun. Or when Briscoe oh, says at the end that he will be looking for Bly in El Dorado. Mm-hmm. Something I only noticed yesterday. For it's actually the movie El Dorado and the similar one, Rio Bravo, hey, both starring John Wayne, that this episode reminds me of a lot as we heard in Smiley. <laughs> All the best, Daniela. Yay. Thank you. I should rate. I should have rated the episode nine out of ten. Zwinker Den Smiley. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, if she's ever on, that's what she'll have to rate. Read yes. <laughs> and she'll have to tell us how to actually say it properly. <laughs> I just love how, like, when I'm looking at it, my Gmail is an actual smiley emoticon, but when I copy and paste it, it writes out as German. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Guess I need to watch El Dorado. Yeah, the Rio Bravo. Yeah. yeah. All right, so now we got a uh, voicemail from Claire. Briscoletes. Uh, <laughs> um, feedback for showdown. It's Claire. Um, uh, yeah, this episode, I, I, I liked it. It had some really weird editing uh, moments and some weird little scenes like the Dunkin' Donuts scene was cute, but I was like, oh, is this going? Are we going to have a new bowler sidekick? That would be cool. Are they going to like wander around together? Uh, no. Oh, he's gone. Oh, okay. I don't know what the point of that was. And the same one with the um, uh, the the two guys that got stopped for racing and like Briscoe did the whole thing to see if they were drunk or not and it was it was just weird. It was like okay. And also, did you guys notice that one of the guys that Briscoe stopped on the horses? I I don't even know if they gave him any wardrobe because he just seemed to be dressed in modern day clothes. I swear he was wearing a polo shirt. Like yes. a polo shirt and some khaki trousers and a jacket. And I was like, did they run out of costume? What's happening here? Um, I really like Annie. Um, we get like a lot of the, the female characters in this that I'm not that bothered by. Um, but I really liked her. I thought she was awesome. And she was pretty badass when she uh, beat up the, uh, the brother. Was his name Olaf? I can't remember. Who came to the jail. Yeah, she was cool. Um, it was When I said like weird editing, it was really weird at the start where... Uh, the whole thing was going on in the first scene and then there was just a shot and it's just like Briscoe Bowler just appeared like out of nowhere and I was like okay it was, it was weird anyway uh, I love Gossipy Bowler is amazing he might be my favourite bowler apart from singing Bowler <laughs> um, I didn't really get the sheriff's motivations because he was going oh I couldn't help your dad so I'm not going to help you and, and it seems yeah, he didn't seem to carry it off that well I would have figured that if he couldn't help Briscoe Senior, then he would have been like, oh, I can at least help his son, but I don't know. Um, oh, I lied. Um, I love uh, Gossipy Bowler, I love Singing Bowler, but I, I above all, I love Swedish Bowler. <laughs> that was amazing. That oh, he's, he's just the best. Um, when Briscoe hit the guy with the goose, was the goose made of lead? <laughs> because I don't want to eat that goose. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, John Hawks, he was awesome. Um, and we just recently saw him in Millennium as well. Um, and I, I, you, what was his name? Utah Johnny Cougar Montana. He was scary. But I, I kind of hope that there will be recurring characters. I don't know what John Hawks' character was called, but they will sort of, you know, keep appearing, like Pete, you know, every so often. But then he was kind of defeated a bit weird at the end, so I don't know if they'll come back. <laughs> Um, the elaborate ways of killing people or killing Briscoe continues with tying them in the middle of the street and doing a stampede whereas they could have just shot them but you know fair enough um, Annie get your gun that was cool that was really cute uh, yeah so I liked it um, I will give it 8 out of 10 Swedish ballers <laughs> that was worse than his accent I apologise <laughs> Um, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens next. In fact, I can because I've already watched that episode, but I'm not going to say. I can't wait to hear what you guys think of this one. All right, bye. What a cheater. <laughs> yeah, I noticed the part about the guys who like they had modern clothing on, but I thought maybe it's just me. Yeah, maybe I just don't know what people dressed like back then. So I, didn't I didn't even notice. Yeah, It's funny either. that you and Claire noticed it because I did not. Yeah, I didn't notice either. But now that I think of it, yeah, you guys are right. He was... Uh, who wants to read Robbins? I can read that. All right. 
Hey folks, pretty good episode. The bartender had one huge schnoz. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Glad Thank to see Buller. <laughs> Glad to see Buller in the mix, helping Briscoe save yet another town from bad guys. <laughs> Sorry, that's my nephew. Glad to see Buller in the mix, helping Briscoe save yet another town from bad guys. And hey, there's John Hawks playing a super nerd. <laughs> it would have been great if Socrates was in this up too. And those two got into a fight. Yeah. Since Utah, Minnesota Jack, whatever the shit his name was, <laughs> <laughs> seemed to be Buller's bizarro twin, Hawks could have been Socrates. Mm. They could have had an abacus duel or a wine-off. Mine <laughs> <laughs> spelled W-H-I-N-E. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Briscoe is doing, but Bowler is patching relationships up and discovering Dunkin' Donuts. Were you guys mad that kid wasn't named Tim Horton? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me just... Robin, how you spell Horton is not with an E-N, okay? It's O-N. Get it right. Get it right. <laughs> Bowler would have had probably... Bowler would have had probably spit that donut out in disgust since he's a true patriot. Good at the Happy Trails, the Vermont Varmint. <laughs> Vermont Barmaids. Let's just pronounce things properly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Robin's uh, turned into Yosemite Sam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt A's feedback includes a gif. Oh my god. Of the the, the hat <laughs> being thrown. Oh, that's amazing. Actually, now that I look at this gif, it kind of looks like his hat is more of a face hugger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like attacking the guy. Uh, I'll just play his feedback. This episode is Showdown, but I call it the episode that made me hate John Hawks. <laughs> John Hawks has been in tons of stuff. I know him best as Soul Star in Deadwood, but in this he was this lispy creature. <laughs> Ooh, you thought Johnny Montana, he's from Idaho. Oh, he was, oh, I, I hated it. It, it. Stop it, John Hawks, you're embarrassing yourself. And why did he fall down when Utah Johnny Montana was injured? Do they have some kind of weird symbiotic relationship where <laughs> one is injured, the other one feels the pain? It's very bizarre. Briscoe had a host of horrible one-liners. There was a guy talking about wind, and he goes, yeah, and you're a bag of it. Ooh, nice one, Brisk. And then later on, Olaf, you need a better tailor. Annie, get your gun. I was like, oh, the, the jokes in this were just, they made me wince. Then there was that whole scene with uh, Boulder and the kid, and I thought it was a great scene up until the very end when uh, he goes, oh, thanks for the donut, uh, Duncan. <laughs> it was terrible. Heathen! <laughs> My dog's name is Duncan, by the way, and whenever people ask, what's your dog's name? And I say, Duncan. They go, oh, I like the donut. Oh. And I say, no, I did not name my dog after a brand. Named him Duncan, like the name. The name, the person's name, Duncan. Ugh. Anyway, the bartender in the teaser had the most humongous nose. Bowler's no good at back rubs, but his Swedish is impeccable. He really took to uh, being a street cop, arresting people for uh, non-crimes, like adultery between fiancés. They're not even married, but he's like, okay, buddy, it's you're going to jail now. Like, oh, no, he's not, because he didn't do anything. But nice try, Bowler. I, I really liked his enthusiasm. I could watch an hour of him just skulking around like a cat burglar, knocking people unconscious. That was, for me, the highlight of this episode. 
Briscoe as a traffic cop was very funny. Pulling those guys over for drunken horseback riding and making them touch their noses, see if they were intoxicated. That's the kind of anachronistic gag that I think is really funny versus the Dunkin' Donuts throwaway one-liners. This episode had some good individual moments, but overall it was pretty meh for me. We already saw Briscoe defend a town in No Man's Land. Oh look, another stampede. Suddenly this series is very stampede heavy. My attention perked up when the dad got killed, and I thought, oh, well that's a real bold move, killing off that, that guy. Now now, uh, now you have my interest. But then, no, he didn't die. Ugh, damn it. The old man did not die. <laughs> I'm going to give this one five and a half out of ten. Childhood homes redesigned with hideous wallpaper. Happy trails. Thanks, Matt. Well. Bad Dunkin' Donuts jokes at your dog. <laughs> 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 kind of that would be annoying. Yes, I can understand. <laughs> all right, uh, that's all the feedback. Thanks, uh, everybody. See, I must explain. This is why I don't like puns. Sorry, Seamus. <laughs> but <laughs> when it's not the pun itself that I mind so much as people that like tell you a joke and then they expect you to laugh. Like so, they say that they say the pun and then they're like, eh, eh, like that. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. You, yes. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. Sometimes the puns are clever, but they're not so funny when people are... They're sort of like, were you aware? I just told the joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hate that. What'd you think? <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So... <laughs> also, I was I was legitly like this close to actually sending in feedback for this episode, <laughs> and I did do it. Oh my god, you're... <laughs> uh, you're still gonna throw in uh... your catchphrase, though. Something. Oh shit! Oh fuck! Um, ha! Yeah! There you go. <laughs> we have to end every every feedback section of that. Seamus, <laughs> I'm so glad you brought up Dragon Ball Z earlier because I was thinking the whole episode. I was like, man, Seamus is over nine thousand for sure. Alright, uh, so the next episode is Deep in the Heart of Dixie. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. oh that's better than the coming thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't wait to hear Robin's jokes on that one. Mm. <laughs> what do we think's gonna, gonna happen? No sarcasm there with that. Uh, Briscoe is gonna file a claim in his pants. What? That makes it sound like he's pooping his pants. <laughs> it kind of does. Wow, yeah. It's not as good a title as what was it? Deep in the heart, or or, or what was it? Something. What was our joke earlier in the episode about the romance novel title? Uh, oh, uh, deep, deep in the heart of Briscoe County. Inside, or no, inside Briscoe County. I don't know. Oh, but it was good. <laughs> Rewind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do we think is gonna happen? He's going to have to get Dixie out of some kind of crazy situation because she'll be doing her thing, but then she'll need Briscoe to save her. Wait, and the whole episode turns out to be a dream that Dixie has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so Briscoe will have that long hair that we spoke of. Yes. In common with the unicorn and all that. And he'll be played by Fabio that week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A comment? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Even as a centaur, <laughs> a Fabio centaur. <laughs> uh, Wait, do we have any predictions about the version of Thou Michael that Dixie's gonna sing? Mm, yeah, what what styling is she gonna use? 
It's gonna, it's gonna be a funky fresh rap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the coming thing. One of the things we haven't done yet. Uh, Barbara. It'll be actually no no it will it will be a reggae rap in the style oh. of Snow. Oh. Uh, Maybe an operatic version. Operatic, yeah. (laughs) Operatic. How do you? What's the word? What's the word? That's it. Yeah. Operatic. Oil my claim. (laughs) She'll sing it in Latin. Yeah. We'll be uh, uh, accepting submissions of all your versions of "Oil My Claim." (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I want a funky fresh, funky fresh rap version of it. Let's do it. It's gonna happen. Uh, so, Seamus, do you have any podcasts you'd like to plug? Well, yeah, actually, actually, yes, I, I do. I have, I have two uh, big ones right now. Um, one is my own personal one that I do with a friend of mine. It's called To Be Fair. You can catch that at kennyandseamus.wordpress.com. Mm-hmm. And that's one where just my friend and I just sort of talk about whatever strikes our fancy. And a lot of it has to deal with just, you know, like issues and things like that. But the big one is a podcast that's not mine, but I'm on it frequently called Dan's Toku Rants. That's T-O-K-U. And you can find us at dancetokurants.rangercentral.com. And we talk about Power Rangers and various other Japanese superheroes. We have been doing that for over three years and we have over 270 episodes. Holy cow. Whoa. Is there any series you haven't touched yet? Oh, we've touched them all. Oh, okay. <laughs> we do news, we do the current stuff, we do some classics, we do we do pretty much everything. Um, it's, it's a fun time. If you like Power Rangers, get on that train because there is a lot to go around. We've, we've done some interviews, they've been fun, they've been great. We've got some fun things coming up, so check it out. I need a new customer's and then we're back you just missed another exciting power rangers conversation um <laughs> it happens all the time with me <laughs> all right so- dan Sokarantz, it's great listen <laughs> to it <laughs> so will uh what do you got what's been going on so i was looking up the toss your salad video of <laughs> <laughs> It's on YouTube. <laughs> that, that conversation was cut out. People are going to be oh, confused. Sorry. That's fine. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I've got Down Below Podcast at downbelowpodcast.com. All right. Um, I think that's it. We're going to toss all of your salad. No! <laughs> <laughs> For all of you who missed it, there's a line of Power Rangers where they run up to a monster that's a pizza monster and they yell, We're going to toss your salad! <laughs> <laughs> and if that appeals to you, watch the show. <laughs> All right, <laughs> watch Power Rangers instead of Frisco Pizza. <laughs> that is, they complement each other, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah. I just I just gave you this piece of advice, but I don't really fully endorse it. <laughs> nah. You can't say that. You haven't seen the show yet. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, next time we will be back with uh, episode eleven, I believe it is. Deep in the heart of Dixie, where Dixie will have an erotic dream with. The- no, 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 no! I know it. The Professor uh- Wickwire invents something that Brit that shrinks Briscoe down, and he has to do <laughs> surgery inside of of Dixie's heart. Dream. <gasps> that works too. I like it. <laughs> All right, so we'll see you for that. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for joining us, folks. Be sure to tune in again in two weeks' time for the next exciting episode. In the meantime, please be so kind as to follow along with us and send your feedback to introbrisco at gmail.com. If you'd fancy to, you can join our discussion on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash introbrisco. Also, 
We're on them newfangled Twitters at IntroBriscoe, and we've got one of them fancy blogs at introbriscoe.blogspot.ca. Just keep moving.